Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to FFF episode 2317, 2317. Mike Matthews trying to keep this show daily because it's called Mike's Daily Podcast. And here we are. It's cooling down. It's fall. And everyone should know if you feel like you're going to fall, get a seat underneath you. So you don't hit the ground and break your cranium. We don't want that. That's insanium. I think my song is about over with because I didn't think of any other words to say. It's F episode 2317. Mike's Daily Podcast. Today I like to talk about sandwiches. I like to talk about clothes. And I like to talk about Mike's my weekend Daily. where I chopped up a tree. Podcast. I'm wearing long sleeves to work today. Yeah. Because I chopped up a tree and the little branches, the little twigs sticking out of the tree because it had fallen down. It was a felled tree and I was uh, chopping stuff up and the little branches scratched me and my arms. I look like I got in a fight with a cougar. Don't fight cougars. Leave them alone. Yes, you could probably jump in some kind of joke of going to a bar and meeting a cougar. Which at my age is very possible because I guess I'm a, at that age where if I was a woman, I'd be called a cougar. Wouldn't I? I don't know. Cafe, I don't know. This question just got awkward. This question. So, I did say to you that we... Oh, I was cutting up the tree and it's now obliterated and, and back, back, everything is back to normal till the next tree falls over. Because we got a lot of wind. I know this one guy, his house is underneath a huge pine tree. And a branch fell off of it and went right through the roof like a missile. Actually put a hole. This happened recently. Put a hole, like a hole around, you know, if you can make a round circle with your hand, kind of a hole that size. With this big old twig that came down. And the twig is probably taller than me. Uh, somewhere around six foot five-ish. And here's today's podcast picture. I was surprised to hear that Arnold Schwarzenegger is six foot one. I always thought he was short, but it was the Sylvester Stallone who's short. Arnold is tall. I, I don't know. Cafe, I don't know. Okay, the podcast picture, I'm going to pull it from the trip. Maybe a Texas trip. Maybe the Texas trip part of the... It was a two-legged trip. The first leg was Florida. second leg was... Texas, Dallas, Texas. I'll pull a picture from there. See it at mikesdailypodcast.com. It would have been fun to bring this guy to Texas, the late great Basil the Boxer. I think he would have liked some of the delicious, delicious food over there at Terry Black's. Oh my gosh, what they do to me. Wow. And I shouldn't give him a plug because I had to spend over 50 bucks on food there just for a couple of things. So that's my plug and my slug. It's too expensive. Hey, sandwiches. I love them. How about some suggestions for sandwiches? And at this point, I realize that Cafe Anyway has absolutely no light here in Podcastro Valley Mont, the last place on earth. I need a little more light in this place. You know what? I'm turning on the flashlight on my phone because that's how old I am now. I'm turning on flashlights on my phone. Okay, here we go. The sandwich has nothing to prove. It's still the most popular lunch in the U.S. The engine of the country's food-to-go industry. 
Functional and transitory The sandwich reflects how we live today But according to those in the know Many of us choose to make the same sandwich every day It doesn't have to be that way With a few tweaks You can raise your sandwiches to a whole new level John Montague The 4th Earl of Sandwich Created it Legend has it He was so addicted to gambling That rather than leaving the gaming table He had to cook He had to cook Bring him his meat sandwich Between two slices of bread We have to thank gambling For the sandwich It became a thing So much so More than 250 years later It's currently killing it for breakfast The breakfast sandwich And even for dinner Fried chicken and waffle sandwich anyone First the bread Think beyond sliced white or whole wheat There's a world of options out there From waffles and pita bread To tortillas And Indian naan And bagels To focaccia To pretzel rolls I try and find the healthiest bread Out there but then sometimes I gotta get me some Dutch crunch. Would you rather not eat bread? Cue iceberg lettuce leaves, zucchini, and cucumber slices. Or whole grilled portobello mushrooms for bookending a burger or tofu. If you are into that, that, uh, the way a portobello mushroom tastes, it's got an interesting texture, does it not? Next step. Fillings Cheese of course But how about Roasted vegetables Cured meat Such as Mortadella Pulled meat Such as Chicken and pork Smoked fish Such as salmon I like to make The sardine sandwich Healthy in those Omega 3 fatty acids And yes The falafel Stuffed wrap Still rules But consider A wrap Stuffed with Mujadera Mujadera it's a Middle Eastern lentil and rice mix. And if you want your tuna, ditch canned and use slow poached fresh instead. I don't know if I've tried that. And sauce. Yes, mayonnaise and ketchup remain sandwich staples. But there are other ways to ramp up flavor. Sriracha and other hot sauces. Nut butters. Caramelized or crispy onions. Tapenade. Pesto, hummus, roasted pepper, and there's garlic puree. And then the sides. Gotta usually add crunch and color and acidity. Consider artisanal pickles, slaws, superkraut, kimchi. I'm not a fan. But sauerkraut I love. I love the sauerkraut. It's a superkraut. Kimchi salads such as cucumber and apple. Yes, the... It is desirable to have some kind of a crunch going on With whatever the side is And that is from Fiona Sims She's a food and drink writer based in London, England She wrote this for the Costco connection Which I was going to go to Costco today Because I am so low on stuff But my lovely lady friend said No, don't do it Just come home to me And that's love She's my love sandwich Hmm? Here's an interesting fact about clothes What should customers Be aware of when shopping For sustainable clothing Compliance and traceability 
on company websites is what you should look for. So many companies say their items are recycled, but if you look on their websites, they have no way of tracking or tracing sustainability. Another thing to see is if the clothing is responsibly made and created with sustainable fabric. It's about conducting business at every touch point, placing sustainability and ethical stewardship at the core of what you do. That is from the founder of the company Montedetta Canada Inc. And I pulled that also from Costco Connection. Hey, here's a question. What's a B Corp? Certified B Corporations are for-profit companies and dedicated to using business as a force for good. Um, Montedetta has to meet the following criteria because they are claiming to be one of the 4,000 companies around the globe to be B Corps. The criteria include governance, which includes company mission and ethics, workers, which includes financial security and satisfaction. The workers have to be happy. Community, which includes diversity and equity. Environment, which includes environmental management and customers, includes customer stewardship, accountability, and transparency. By the way, I saw the wonderful Dave Chappelle <laughs> and his latest special. Oh, he's so controversial. Well, you know what? He's, he's a controversial comedian and people will not like him for one reason or the other. But you have to admit, he's good at what he does. Stirring up controversy. While not looking like he wants to do it. He looks as if he's just... I'm just saying it because it's in my brain. And I'm there and I say things that generally make you laugh. So, But perhaps he doesn't make you laugh. Whatever the point. I enjoyed watching... And, and, and you know, here's the thing with me and watching stand-up comedy... It's best for me if I watch it with somebody else. Because then I like, I like laughing with someone else. That's fun. So my lovely lady friend and I watched it. And he points out a lot of things. I'm not going to go into it. But a lot of stuff about our society. Stuff that you may find not exactly what he's saying is... Well, that's the thing. Is, what, is, is he saying something... That is offensive to you or that you agree with? And if you agree with it, are you offensive? All these questions. It was very interesting to watch. But at any rate, he's a very rich individual. I am not. But I watched it because my lovely lady friend said, let's watch it. So there you go. And now he has, a, has had issues with women. Women have disliked him for one reason or another. And I was with a woman who wanted to see it because she wanted to laugh. She wanted to see the special. But hey, either way, that was what I did this weekend watching that. And finally, have you heard about this? So today, a lot of the anti-vaxxers are pointing out the late great. uh, Well, I mean, you know, depending on what you thought about him, I thought it was pretty cool. Except for the thing when he got up in front of the, you know, he had misinformation about Iraq. I'm talking about, of course, Colin Powell. But 
when I saw after that and you know he apologized and all of that and interviews I saw with him I thought the guy was very interesting and I would have liked to have met him but so he apparently had been vaccinated and he still died and they're saying from COVID complications that's what I heard today on the BBC so I'm not sure exactly if that has changed yet. Someone else informed me that no, he had cancer and he was 84. But I know that there are a lot of anti-vaxxers who are going to jump on that and say, look, he was vaccinated and he still died from COVID. And then there is a former Atlanta Hawks point guard, Brandon Goodwin, who said that he was having issues after taking the COVID-19 uh, vaccine Johnson and Johnson He said that he's having blood clots After he after he got the vaccine And pulling this from The MSN.com article from Let's see I think it came from What's the name of this? Uh SB, well, it's from MSN.com. An article that was on there, and it doesn't tell me who wrote it. So, oh, Rashad Milligan wrote it. But it does point out that the whole thing with the blood clots could go back. Had they been reported as a rare side effect of the Johnson and Johnson Janssen COVID 19 vaccine? Women under the age of Oh, and that is according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Women under the age of 50 are advised to remain cautious about the rare but increased risk of developing blood clot from the J&J vaccine. The CDC says a risk that has not been seen in other vaccine options. Uh, did he get that? I'm scanning the article now. Let's see if he did get the Johnson and Johnson. Hmm. Okay. Well, I can't see from this, but I do know that that was something that, <laughs> that uh, Dave Chappelle pointed out that he went and got the Johnson and Johnson, and he made a joke about that. That was probably not the best vaccine, the the best version of the vaccine to take. But now I've I've known about. Uh, Two people. Mostly everyone I know has taken the Pfizer. And then I know few, a little, slightly fewer people taking the Moderna. And then very few people with the Johnson & Johnson. So, at any rate, that article is there. And anti-vaxxers are jumping on that and saying, yes, blood clots. Don't take it. You'll get blood clots. Even though it is a rare side effect. Do you want blood clots or do you want COVID-19? At any rate. And that's all. We're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Mont. Podcastro Valley Mont, the last place on earth. And you saw the dark clouds from the last podcast picture. That happening there at Ponce Inlet just before a big old storm hit us. Look who's outside. Hello, Michael Marshall. It's Madame Rudebago. And yes, I enjoy sandwiches. Oh, yeah, sandwiches are really good. Do you like wheat bread? Yes. Do you like tortillas? Yes. Do you like uh, those rice, rice bread? R what what do they call those things? The rice, 
Oh, those things that they were pushing on us for a while. They're like these blocks of rice, but it's not tasty like the Rice Krispie treats. It's like just rice bread. Do you like that? No. I see. I don't know why I thought you would say that, but look who else is here. Hello, dear Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And it's the Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, your arms are all scratched up, dear. Yeah, scratched from a cougar. Do you know that? No, I've been staying away from cougars lately. Ah, <laughs> uh, the animals. What I'm talking about. Oh, what I got myself into on today's show. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floor Man, and John Deere the Engineer. Chime in about anything we talked about today. 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM as in Mike Matthews. Daily as in what this podcast will try to be. Of course, I'll get interrupted like I did yesterday. Because of the tree thing. But yes. Thank you for listening. Tell all your friends. Take us out a frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.